You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, what is going on? It is your boy, your host, Sosa Kremenges. I'm a fantasy analyst at Pro Football Focus and your host of the Locked On Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Welcome back to another fresh week here at the Locked on Rams pod. This is your Monday episode and we're finally getting closer to draft time. I'm getting excited because now we're under three weeks away from the kickoff of the 2021 NFL draft and I feel like the draft is a really good opportunity for not only teams to obviously get better but for fans to have that renewed faith where even the worst of teams, even if you're a Jaguars fan right now, you're feeling like you have an opportunity to kind of turn that ship around, turn the franchise around, start to get in the better graces of you know your record and ultimately winning more football games. So it's always a great weekend. It's always a great Thursday night to kick off the first round. And that is why we're going to talk about many mock drafts in this episode. I'm going to grade four of your mock drafts that you guys sent over to me. You guys absolutely demolished me and sent me a bunch, so I still got plenty to work through. So I appreciate you guys for sending those over. I'm going to hand out my quick little grades. And then in the final segment, we're going to dive into how many players the Rams have drafted in the Sean McVay, Les Need era regime since 2017 that they've had and hosted for pre-draft meetings. We've talked about all of the players that they've had for pre-draft meetings so far this offseason, and I'm going to display and explain to you why it's important to actually keep track of who they've interviewed and who they've met with because it's clear that they like to draft some of these guys. So we're going to begin with the Mock Draft Monday segment. And the first Mock Draft I'm going to take a look at here is from at Beached Sea Lion. He sent me a big one and there is some trades here. So we'll dive into those first. He traded the 57th pick and the 252nd pick in exchange for the 71st, the 114th, and the 237th picks. That is from the Denver Broncos. So with pick number 71 goes Peyton Turner, the edge rusher out of Houston. And I actually like this pick. This is not one that we get often here when we look at mock drafts for the Rams, mock drafts that I did, mock drafts that you guys sent me. Kind of a unique pick. I like it though. Turner is that tweener between edge slash interior defensive lineman. I don't know if he has a true position on the D-line, but that kind of makes him versatile. He's a guy that can play a little bit inside. He can be kicked outside. He can rush the passer. He's very long. He can bat footballs down, similar to like a J.J. Watt style of frame where he has enough strength to hold up on the inside, but enough agility and athleticism to still play on the outside. So really like that pick, and that was obviously a unique one. At number 88, goes Tate Gowan, the cornerback out of UCF. And this is a pick that we've seen a bunch throughout the mock drafts that I've graded so far, as well as my own. I like Gowan. He's a boundary corner, a long guy, going to probably project best as a cover three corner. So if the Rams do want him, maybe he could be viewed as insurance down the line for if they happen to lose Darius Williams, which I hope doesn't happen, but definitely a guy that I like at that spot too. At number 103, Demetric Felton, halfback slash wide receiver out of UCLA. The Rams have hosted Gowan and Felton for pre-draft meetings. I said halfback slash wide receiver because he kind of plays both positions. I like this addition, maybe a little bit too rich for me, but if he can return kicks, return punts, can catch a few balls coming out of the backfield as a running back, can play in the slot and actually produce there too, can even take a few handoffs and you know create a little bit of rushing yardage like that. I like it. I think Sean McVay could definitely utilize a skill set like that. Maybe a little bit rich for me personally, but still a very good player. At the next pick, he traded the 114th pick 
that he got from the Denver Broncos in exchange for 132 and 169. And with 132, he selected Kendrick Green, the guard out of Illinois. I've talked about Green many times on this podcast. I think he's best as a center at the next level. A great zone blocking scheme style of center. I love that pick. 141, a name that we've seen a bunch of times here. Jameen Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. Probably going to go in the first round. Definitely going to be gone within the first 10 picks in the second round. So obviously not going to be available at this pick, but... I love it here. A true three down sideline to sideline linebacker with legitimate range. He's long, lanky, perfect style of linebacker for today's NFL. I actually like the way he plays the run too. I think he's aggressive in that regard. Only one year of experience there at Kentucky, but I think he's going to be a much better pro than he was in college. And the final three picks will lump these together. 169, Tommy Tremble, the tight end out of Notre Dame. Michael Manet at 209, the center out of Penn State. And 237, Taron Jackson, edge out of Coastal Carolina. All late round picks. You can't be mad at these. Kind of just dart throws at this spot in the draft. I like the Tommy Tremble pick a lot, actually. A very dominant run blocker. And I think he could develop into a low-key, solid number two tight end. Maybe even a borderline number one tight end. So you address some needs here. Get another center, another edge rusher, a solid tight end. A guy that I really would love at that spot. This draft gets a B-plus from me. It's unique, so I appreciated you shooting that one over. Definitely a bit different than the ones we've seen, even though it had some overlap with guys like Felton and Green and Davis, obviously, but probably going to happen with how you know mock drafts work. So on to the next one from JJ from NJ. He sent me another one that had some trades, which I'm enjoying that you guys are actually spicing it up with some trades because I've mostly just drafted with the actual picks that the Rams have, but we all know they're very likely to trade. So trades the 57th pick to the Browns for the 59th and 89th picks, and then traded the 59th and the 252nd pick in exchange for the 61st and 93rd picks from the Buffalo Bills. Number 61 goes Landon Dickerson, the center out of Alabama. Love this pick. All going to be dependent on the medical history. Can he play? Can his body hold up for 16 games for 6, 7, 10, 12 years, I'm not sure, but the Rams have to you know, ultimately make that decision. So do other NFL teams. I love the player. I think he's the best center in the draft. I think he's a round one talent. So if you can get him at the back end of round two, A plus for me. Number 88, Jabril Cox, linebacker, LSU. Talked about him on this podcast before. I think he's one of the most dynamic coverage linebackers in this draft. I think he is a stud, has a legitimate role in the NFL. Another A plus pick for me. At the 89th pick goes Brady Christensen, the tackle out of BYU. A little bit of an older prospect, but I think he projects well as a zone scheme tackle in the next level. Kind of like that effortless mover. A little bit higher of a floor, maybe a little bit lower ceiling. But if you're looking for very good tackle depth, I like that pick there. We're going to lump these next two together. 93 goes Thomas Graham Jr., the cornerback out of Oregon. And 103, Cameron Sample, the edge rusher out of Tulane. Graham, I have not been able to personally watch, so I can't share my opinion on him. But I do know the Rams did host him for a pre-draft meeting. So that is something to note. And at 103, I love the Cam Sample pick. I think he's one of the more underrated players in this class. Dominated the Senior Bowl. Has played on the edge. Can play on the interior defensive line. A violent player. Very good hand usage. Athletic. I think his size is the reason he's going to be available maybe on day three. But Aaron Donald dropped a bunch of picks just because he was too small. And I'm not saying Sample is Aaron Donald. But I am saying that sometimes... NFL scouts, NFL front office members overlook these guys because of things that they don't have as opposed to looking at what they do bring to the table. And the final two picks at 141, Demetric Felton, halfback wide receiver out of UCLA, and 209, Justin Hilliard, the linebacker out of Ohio State. 
talked about Felton in the first one, so we don't have to go over him again. Hilliard, I actually really like this pick. I think he's a very athletic player. Is very exciting to me. I think he was arguably the best linebacker at Ohio State, and they might have three or four guys that get drafted in this draft just from their linebacker group. So that kind of speaks to the talent that he has. I thought he showed out very well at the Senior Bowl, looked good in pass rushing drills, looked good in coverage, looked good in the team portions where he was playing the run. I think he's an all-around solid player, and this draft is a tremendous one. This one gets an A-plus from me. I absolutely love it. If the Rams could come away with a haul like this, I think you position yourself to be not only a great team and a team that's going to compete for a Super Bowl, but clearly a team that has a stock load of talent ready to come into next year, two years, three years down the line with a lot of talented players from this draft class. Those were the two mock drafts that I dove into in this segment, and we're going to dive into two more in the next segment. Very interesting ones, more trades, more interesting picks, and we're going to hand out our grades for that. And while we've got you, make sure to come connect with us on Twitter for all the coverage you need on the Los Angeles Rams. You can find me at QBsMEP, and you can find the page at LockedOnRams. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. You just got to go ahead to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. That's BetOnline.ag. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back to the second segment of this fresh Monday episode of the Locked On Rams podcast. I appreciate you guys for shooting over these mock drafts. I'm starting to get that draft day tingle, man. I swear the offseason in the NFL is unlike any other. Now, I obviously follow the NFL way more in depth than I do any other sport because this is my job. But at the same time, I swear every time we hit another notch on the goalpost here in the NFL, you start with the senior bowl, go to the combine, do that kind of stuff, hit the free agency market. Then you get to the draft. This is like the main event, the crown jewel. The draft is the best event. I swear it's so dope getting to see all these young guys live out their dreams, get their next chance in the NFL. You get to see all the prospect fits, all the trading down, trading up the teams maneuvering on the draft list. It's so fun to see. It's fun to get that spark of excitement going into next season and into the future. And that is why we're going to continue diving into these mock drafts here. We're going to keep ramping up our draft coverage as we get closer to the draft. We're only less than three weeks away now. So gear up because it's getting fun. And this mock was sent over to me by my guy, JT Pearson at JT Pearson NFL. And I'm not sure what simulator he used, but maybe he just did this off the top of his head. And you guys can do that too. If you want, he went with at 57 Quinn Miners, the guard slash center out of Wisconsin, Whitewater. We've talked about Miners a lot, had two pre-draft meetings with the Rams. They're clearly interested, had a very good senior bowl, played some guard there, played some center, They call him the gut because, you know, he lifts up that shirt and lets his gut hang out. Probably not the best look for an offensive lineman. I think we should keep that for the skill position players, the corners, the running backs, all that stuff. I think maybe that uh, that shirt should come down a little bit, but very talented player. Clearly, the Rams are super interested. Would not be surprised at all if they do end up drafting minors. At number 88, JT went with Cam McGrone, the linebacker out of Michigan. And I haven't gotten a chance to deep dive into McGrone specifically, but I've watched some of his Michigan teammates on that defense specifically, like Quiddy Pay the other day. 
And Negron kept flashing. This is clearly a guy that has a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism, sideline to sideline ability. So I'm going to definitely need to dive into his tape. I'm very excited about actually watching him. I think that you know, this is potentially one of those guys that's getting slept on in the linebacker class. And if you can get him in that third round, you might very well be walking away with a day one starter at linebacker. And these next two we're going to lump together at 103 goes Patrick Jones, the second, the edge out of Pittsburgh and 141, Kerry Vincent Jr., cornerback out of LSU. And I know a lot of people like Patrick Jones. I just can't get on board just yet. I think he just leaves so much to be desired. He has that nice frame and a prototypical frame for an edge rusher, which is good, but he still needs to be taught a lot of things. I think he needs to improve his pass rush plan, his hand usage, his pass rush moves, a lot of stuff left to be desired in my opinion. And I haven't gotten to watch Kerry Vincent Jr., the corner out of LSU, but I'm looking at the PFF draft guide here. Graded out decently in 2018 with a 72.0 overall PFF grade. Went down in 2019 to a 65.4. Did not play this past season. I'm assuming probably because of COVID. Smaller guy. He's 5'10", 175. Projects probably best into the slot at the next level. His player comparison here in the guide is Tavon Young, who actually played for the Ravens. So interesting. I think that is obviously a potentially decent pick. I mean, the Rams do need a nickel corner. So if they can get one here, that would make a lot of sense for the Rams. The final two picks will also lump these guys together. 209, Avery Williams, cornerback slash kick returner out of Boise State. And at 252 to end it all off, wide receiver Jalen Darden out of North Texas. And I haven't gotten to watch Avery Williams, but I'm looking at his profile here and he looks pretty decent. I mean, he's obviously got a lot of experience at cornerback. He is a senior coming out here. So four years worth of production and has a couple of kick returns to his name, has a bunch of punt returns to his name, 948 total yards as a punt returner and six touchdowns in that regard. So clearly a guy that can play special teams. And then Jalen Darden, you guys know how I feel about Jalen Darden. I love that pick, an explosive slot weapon, a guy that can work vertical, very fast, very athletic, can make guys miss in the open field. I like this draft. This draft gets an A- minus from me. Well done, JT. And on to the final one here from Adam Edwards. He said, you wanted trades and just peppered me with trades. So at 57 goes Quinn Miners, the center out of Wisconsin Whitewater. We've talked about him, so we don't need to rehash that one. 88 goes with Michael Carter, the halfback out of North Carolina. That is a different pick. I do not like that one. I think the Rams are well suited at running back with Daryl Henderson and obviously Cam Akers, the budding superstar. Don't think you need to spend a third-ish round pick on a running back. That is way too early in my opinion. Going to 121, Jameen Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. No surprise there. He did maneuver some trading there. Just a bunch of picks. I'm not even going to bother to highlight them. We're just going to rip through them. 141, Jalen Darden, wide receiver, North Texas. Just talked about him a second ago. I love that pick there. I think Darden is your prototypical return man, as well as that deep threat vertical style receiver. 162, Shakur Brown, cornerback out of Michigan State. I have not gotten to personally watch him. I think he could be a good addition simply because he is a cornerback. The Rams do need a cornerback, so can't ever go wrong with drafting a corner, no matter what he actually plays like. And to finish out this draft, we'll put all of these guys together. I haven't gotten to watch a lot of these guys. There's so many sixth and seventh round picks here. 209, Bobby Brown, the third defensive lineman out of Texas A&M. 213, WAP failure wide receiver out of indiana honestly you could tell me that that's a fake name and i would straight up believe you uh 226 cole van lanen tackle out of wisconsin 236 mark gilbert cornerback out of duke 245 malik herring edge rusher out of georgia 252 tough borland linebacker out of ohio state and 254 darren hall 
cornerback out of San Diego State. Adam, I hate you for making me read all those names. My God, this is the longest mock draft I think I've ever seen. There's like 10 seventh round picks here. There, There's more picks in the seventh round here than the Rams have in total right now. So kind of funny, but clearly comes away with a boatload of players. I don't know many of these late round guys. I haven't gotten that deep into the draft guide or into studying these players. Darren Hall, the last pick was a guy that met with the Rams pre-draft. So potentially some interest there. Some guys I don't love like Tough Borland. I think he's just... I think he's just terrible in terms of the athleticism, can't play in today's NFL, or you know, you're going to limit him to one down or two downs at most, so don't love that pick. This draft overall gets a C-plus from me, don't love it, too many late-round picks, don't like the running back early, but I do like the minors, Davis picks, the Darden pick as well, addressing some corner issues there, so I'm okay with this draft, I'm lukewarm, don't love it, don't think it would be my personal favorite, at the same time, you know, I still think you come away with some talent, so Well done there, and I appreciate you guys for shooting all those mock drafts over to me. We're going to dive into the final segment after the break here, and we're going to take a look at all of the players that the Rams have drafted dating back to 2017 that they have had pre-draft interviews with. And while we've got you, make sure to keep checking back in with us here at the Locked on Rams podcast all off-season long because we're going to continue to host episodes Monday through Friday covering the Los Angeles Rams. The fitness industry is incredibly confusing and oversaturated with BS. My words should hold a lot of weight as I've lost 155 pounds over the last two and a half years and I've been looking for the best protein bars on the market throughout that time and the Built Bar is by far the best. I promise you guys, they have so many different flavors above 18 at this point. They continue to add more every single time I look at the site and they all taste so good. I can't even decide which one is the best personally. Not to mention, the texture of these bars is unmatched by any single protein bar on the market. I promise you guys, it's like this soft cakey like flavor and to bottom it all out the bars are also healthy they're low in calories they're low in sugar they have 19 grams of protein per bar they're high in fiber and they even work for you if you are on a keto diet you'll even get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last just go to builtbar.com and use the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order just use the promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com april 19th through the 26th listen to the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by odyssey and the locked on podcast network featuring analysis from nfl experts michael irvin brian baldinger and michael lombardi our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team follow the ultimate mock draft 2021 podcast feed on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts welcome back to the final segment of this monday episode of the locked on rams podcast we're going to cap off this episode with One of the most important segments I think I've done since I've taken over the host role here for my guy, Brad Motter. And we're going to take a look at all of the players that the Rams have drafted under the Sean McVay regime dating back to 2017 over the last four drafts that they've hosted for pre-draft meetings. And every year has been between three to four players, as well as some guys that they've added later on by way of trades, free agency signings, that kind of thing. And this is obviously important because... I have been updating you guys with all of the names that the Rams have hosted for pre-draft meetings this season going into this draft. I think we're probably up to about 24, maybe 25 names at this point, getting close to that 30 number, that 30 mark where the teams get cut off, obviously, but we're pretty close to already knowing who the Rams may draft, at least two, three, four of these guys potentially. So definitely a good resource to look back and see just how many guys they've drafted and how we can kind of project that going forward. Diving into 2017, they hosted tight end Gerald Everett, wide receiver Josh Reynolds, defensive tackle Tanzel Smart, and they ended up drafting all three of those guys, obviously. And they also signed Johnny Munty tight end as an undrafted free agent. So four guys out of that draft 
Three specifically got drafted, four added. So not bad, four out of 30. 2018, they draft Obanaya Okoronko, edge rusher, another edge rusher, Justin Lawler, inside linebacker, Micah Kaiser, and offensive lineman, Jamil Demby. Four guys drafted, and they also ended up trading for Kenny Young, who they also hosted for a pre-draft meeting. If you guys recall, the Rams traded Marcus Peters for Kenny Young, as well as, I believe, a day three pick from, I can't recall what draft now, but Kenny Young, the fifth edition from that draft that they hosted for pre-draft meetings, four of which they actually drafted themselves. 2019, a little bit less. They did draft Daryl Henderson, the running back, who's currently on the roster, obviously. Cornerback David Long Jr., who could be a potential starter going into this year as a nickel cornerback. And safety Taylor Rapp, who was their first pick in this draft. And if you guys recall, they literally traded back in this draft. It felt like a million times. And Taylor Rapp ended up being the first pick that they actually did draft. And the fourth player that they added from their pre-draft meetings, they did not draft though, was Ja'Kai Polite, the edge rusher, who's not with the team anymore. They added him as a free agent from the waiver wire after getting cut by either the Seattle Seahawks or the Jets, I can't recall. I recall that the Jets did draft him in the third round after getting that first round hype. A lot of weird stuff going on there. Very weird story. And the guy's kind of bottoming out at this point, which is sad to see. Uh, You know, this was a guy that I really liked coming out. But ultimately, another four players that the Rams did add on their roster, three of which they drafted from that pre-draft meeting list. And now going to the latest draft last year in 2020, they ended up drafting three guys from that list wide receiver Van Jefferson, safety Terrell Burgess, and tight end Bryson Hopkins. Another three players drafted out of that list of 30 guys. So every year was between three to four players drafted or added by way of free agency or trade. So that is the interesting hit rate, right? Three out of 30, four out of 30, somewhere around 10, 12, 15%-ish in terms of how many guys they add every year from that pre-draft meeting list. And right now we're up to around, I want to guess and estimate, say 25 names. So Pretty decent chance that the Rams come away with another three, maybe four players from that draft class that's going to be announced in less than three weeks. And a lot of those names are going to come from that pre-draft meeting list. So very interesting. That's why I'm diving through a lot of those names, trying to get some detailed scouting reports on these guys, share the info that I come away with in terms of what their projection is, what they play like, where they might best fit, all that kind of good stuff. Wrap it all up in a nice summary for you guys. Share it on those Big Board Thursday episodes that we host here every Thursday. Kind of give you guys a better look for who these players are. Gives me a better insight as to you know who these players are as well and what positions the Rams may actually be looking to address. We've talked about it before. A lot of wide receivers, a lot of cornerbacks on those lists. And that probably means that they're probably going to end up drafting a wide receiver and a cornerback at some point. Now, a lot of the names that they did interview seem like borderline day three guys specifically for the receivers. Some of the corners are either very high, like that 57th overall-ish pick, or day three guys. So I'm expecting that to kind of play out as a trend. You know, I think they want to go cornerback early maybe, and if they can't get their guy like an Asante Samuel Jr., then they'll wait for rounds four, five, six, seven, that day three range where they also want to take a receiver, probably land a receiver at some point, probably land a corner at some point. But it's very fun to kind of project and just take our guesses as to who the Rams may add going into the 2021 NFL Draft.
That is all we got for you guys on this episode of the Locked on Rams podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys for listening to another episode here. And make sure to keep checking back in with us every day throughout the rest of the week and throughout the next three weeks because we're going to catch you guys up and give you all of the info you need to get you prepared for the 2021 NFL Draft. And just a reminder, come connect with us on Twitter. You can find me at QB's MEP and you can find the page at Locked on Rams. Shout out and rest in peace to the legend DMX. Man, rap legends, we got to pay a owed of respect to these guys for kind of paving the way i'm a hip-hop head so had to give a quick shout out to dmx rest in peace my brother thank you for the legendary catalog and the timeless classics please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes content breaking news and a whole lot more